Have you ever thought about doing your own podcast? If you have, the best answer for doing one is Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, posting, and distributing your podcast. Anchor is available to download for your Apple or Android devices, or you can go to anchor.fm. Best of all, it's 100% free and so easy to use. So what are you waiting for? If you want to start your own podcast, download the Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm. That's A-N-C-H-O-R. Anchor, the best way to make your podcast. is the Mofobo Network Podcast, bringing you the most up-to-date news in the wide world of sports. Now, here's your host, Neil Villapiano. Good afternoon or good evening ladies and gentlemen to another edition of the mofobo network podcast as always i am your host neil villapiano and once again i want to say thank you and also give a special shout out to my my man who is the host of the bottom line sports podcast uh jimmy finizzi who was kind enough to you know, create that little intro that you guys get. And speaking of Jimmy Finizzi, we have a very special guest here today on this edition of the Mofobo Network podcast, and it is none other than the man himself, and that is the host of the Bottom Line podcast, a good friend of mine. He's also the play-by-play uh, guy for the Jersey Shore Whalers of the USPHL, the Jersey Shore Whalers hockey team. And, uh, you know, I've, I've had a blast talking to him all the time, and I'm really happy to have him on here. And it's none other than Jimmy Finizzi. Jimmy, welcome to the Mofobo Network Podcast. How you doing, my friend? Well, say, it's kind of new here, but it's a pleasure to be on, man. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm doing, I'm doing well. I'm excited to have you on. It's a little bit different than uh, I'm sure you're kind of used to. You know, usually I'm the one. <laughs> That's like the guest or the uh, the co-host, but now you know the tables have kind of turned a little bit. <laughs> just slightly, just slightly, but no. In all seriousness, I I can't thank you enough for having me on, my man. It's good. It's good to be here. We're gonna we're gonna have a blast today. I know that. Um, I know that obviously circumstances are not ideal, yeah. but the supposed good news. I say supposed because we don't know for sure yet. But supposed good news is that. At the time of this recording, we have about one more month to go of this self-isolation. Right. But again, let's suppose it. Right. We don't know yet, but you know what? We're going to make this month count, yep. and we're going to have some we're gonna have some fun here, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. As am I. And you're absolutely right. I mean, the reality is that we don't really have a definitive answer as to when this whole situation with COVID-19 and the coronavirus is going to come to an end, hopefully sooner rather than later. Uh, we know that uh, at the time of this recording, which is March 30th, uh, yesterday, which was March 29th, uh, President Donald Trump announced that he is going to have us do social distancing until April 30th. So basically May. I mean, he should have just said May 1st, but whatever. Um, it's all right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why April 30th is more important than, than May 1st, but 
looks like all of us are going to be spending uh, the holidays, especially with Easter, um, you know, here at home with our families, which is kind of different for me. But, uh, you know, you know, we got to we got to make the best of a uh, tough situation that we've been in over the last couple of weeks. And obviously, you know, as a special reminder, everybody, please stay home. Please take care of yourself during this time. There is no need to go out unless you really have to, whether it's because of work or because you need to get groceries or medicine. That I understand. But if you have no other reason to go out, don't go out. Stay home. Be safe. And we'll we'll get through this one day at a time. I promise you that things will eventually get better. We have many people, many doctors and, and, and other people in medicine that are working hard every day to try to find a cure. We have people working in grocery stores that are you know, doing as much as they can to help us get the, the food and supplies that we need to continue to do um, that. Also, by the way, today, March 30th, 2020, is National Doctor Day. So I wanted to send a special uh, shout out. They, 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 they don't get nearly enough credit for what they do, especially they in a time like this. They don't get paid enough for what exactly. they've been, yeah, what they've been doing. And I just, again, I wanted to say my dearest gratitude to all of the doctors and nurses and everybody that works extremely hard day in and day out, night in and night out, to try to help people get over the coronavirus and also, you know, trying to find a cure. So. My thank you to all of them. I know a couple people that are uh, nurse practitioners working in certain hospitals around the state of New Jersey. And, uh, you know, I hope that they're all doing well. And, uh, you know, it's just it's a tough time, but we will get through it one way or another. So yes, with that will. being said, yeah, go ahead. Podcast here, but you forgot to mention one other holiday that we'll be spending in quarantine and that would happen to be my birthday, which is in a couple of weeks. Oh, oh, I didn't even realize <laughs> that. That shows you the type yeah. of friend I am. When it, well, For the folks at home, why don't you tell them when your birthday is? It, it, it's April 13th. That's on a Monday. Nice, nice. I'm sure uh, I'm sure you'll want to do a special birthday podcast that day. Or, you know, we we'll can... See. We I, can... I, wasn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't planning on doing much for my birthday this year anyway, so I, in a way, I guess it'll be kind of nice, but... Also a little weird, but eh, it's okay. Yeah, no, I get it. So, you know, that's um that that should be fun. It's not about two weeks or so away from from your birthday. So, uh, an early happy birthday to you, my friend. Thank you, I appreciate it. Of course. And so now that we've we've uh, <laughs> wasted five minutes. Dot dot dot. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we've spent five minutes having a nice little conversation. Let's jump right into our topics of the day. And the first one that I really want to talk about that has really interested me, it really excited me as well, is the amount of opportunities that these sports teams, because obviously we have no live sports right now because of the whole coronavirus, teams are finding interesting ways to keep their fans entertained. And one way in particular that that, that these sports organizations have you know, done to keep us entertained is using video games of all things. You know, as we know, a lot of people want to talk about, you know, video games is a, you know, bad way for, for people to get influenced and that it, it can hurt their, you know, uh, abilities and things like that. But right now it's one of the more uh, essential and popular things that we, um, we need to have in order to keep, in order for some of us to keep our, our sanity. So you look at, you know, EA Sports, NHL 20, you know, NBA 2K, MLB The Show, FIFA, and also other video games that are non-sports related as well have become much more popular over the last 
two weeks or so than they were maybe in previous times, especially with MLB The Show because, you know, as we know, this past week was the begin- was supposedly well, – not supposedly, was supposed to be Major League Baseball's opening day. But, you know, this is the closest that these these people have to um, to having sports, you know, of, of any sort of, of live. And, you know, some teams have taken it, you know, to greater extents where they are showing live sims or simulations to – be more correct simulations of you know their teams playing games that they would play if there was actually games going on uh i'm a big new jersey devils fan and they have done a fantastic job with uh you know just broadcasting games uh broadcasting simulations and having fans being able to watch them they've done stuff like you know a pre-game intro and like the national anthem and also post-game interviews you know they've made it really feel like there's games going on, and that's a really cool thing. I've seen uh, Major League Baseball stars like Blake Snell and Trevor Bauer and other and, and uh, you know Pence and other guys like that, uh, you know, entertaining us with you know competitive games against each other on MLB The Show. NBA stars playing on NBA 2K, but it's just been great. And uh, Jimmy, I got to tell you, I, I think that it's just been a, a tremendous thing that these these sports uh, teams and also these video games have done to help us get through this difficult time. Yeah, I was I was going to say, not to mention, with um, MLB The Show, they basically started the season from the beginning virtually, which right. I think is an added bonus, because you had, I, I was watching one of the games, I think it was, I think it was the third game between uh, the Yankees and the Orioles, it was the third game on MLB The Show, and I was thinking to myself, wait a minute, I just realized this is actually one of the games from opening week. I, I said, you know what? This is actually really, really cool. And I, you also forgot to mention the fact that some athletes are actually live streaming themselves yes. on Twitch playing said games like NHL, NBA, NFL, MLB, whatever the case. Heck, even FIFA soccer is becoming more popular with what, with what they're doing, which I don't think you mentioned either. So... With, 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 with these athletes here, I mean, you, you gotta you gotta give you gotta give them credit for keeping us entertained. You also gotta give the major sports franchises a ton of credit for what they're doing. And yeah. I really hope that this continues until this whole quarantine thing ends. Yeah, it, it really it really has been amazing. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, it, it's just it's a great way for for sports fans to keep themselves entertained. As we, you know, take it day by day, because let's face it, you know, all pretty much all of us are are cooped up in the house, you know, all day and, and just trying to find some, you know, some ways to, you know, keep ourselves, you know, entertained and going throughout the day. And I know there's obviously many other things, you know, reading a book, you know, doing exercise, you know, trying new things. But I think reading, for reading, reading is still a thing. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, I did. I didn't know. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Um, you know, it's. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm only messing around. It's, Go ahead. It, it's still something that I even question to this day. That you know, but maybe reading is good, is going to go through the roof. I mean, I'm hoping for it. That's the way I. That's the way I look at it. But you know, just these type of things that you're seeing with with, with different athletes and different teams and, and just people being given the opportunity to you know play these. These video games, it's good because it gives people obviously an excuse to to play because they don't have very much else going on right now other than maybe a lot of people have school with online learning that, 
you know, we're, we're trying to get through. But it, it's just great because it gives people something to look forward to. It gives them some a little bit of um, – it's able to keep some of their sanity going, uh, create a little bit of normalcy because, you know, if, if you're not having these things, you're going to get to the point where you're going to forget what day it is. I mean, I know I've, I've tripped up at least two or three times where I forgot what day it was. Like, I thought today was Sunday, but no, no, today's a Monday. But you wouldn't know that because it's amazing how much sports and events and things like that help us uh, be able to figure out what day it is. I mean, it, it's, it's amazing how we at, at times can easily forget nowadays just what day we're at. That's the thing that really blows my mind. I, I was, I was just gonna. I, I think everybody's kind of reached that point, but I digress. I, I was also, I was also gonna show around and say, hey, if I'm gonna read anything, I'm gonna be reading your book that you just wrote. So, <laughs> well, that would be actually the one book that would entertain me during this time. Right, and and I hope, uh, I hope a lot of other people get a chance to read it. Uh, again, for those of you that don't know, uh, I finished publishing uh, a book called J E T S Pain, Pain, Pain. The uh, you know pain and ecstasy. You know what? Forget the ecstasy of being a Jets fan. Uh, it's been live and uh, on sale on Amazon uh, for the past couple months. So if you look up my name, Neil Villapiano, or you type in J E T S Pain Pain Pain, you will find it. It's for the right old price of nineteen sixty nine. And if you're a Jets fan, I'm sure you know why I picked that specific of a price. But yeah, if you, if you haven't yet, it's also available um, to get online as well that you can get on your Kindle and things like that. So you have multiple options to get it. So if you haven't already, please go check that out. And uh, it would really mean a lot to me. And also let me know what you guys think. Just let me know what you guys think about the book. I'm actually sitting uh, in, in a room where I actually have a handful of copies right next to me. So, you know, if you guys you guys want them? Just just let me know, and and I'll, I'll help you out as anyway. But um, I hope you get a chance to read it, Jimmy, and uh, I'm sure you'll enjoy it yourself. Well, yeah, no, but, um, yeah, go ahead. So, sorry, Neil, go ahead. No, 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 no. You go, go, you go ahead. <laughs> but no, I, I was, I, I was just gonna, I was just also gonna bring up that not only do you have, I'm sure you were gonna bring this, but not only do you have athletes that are Whatever you can do to donate, whatever you have, whatever you 
didn't use. These nurses and doctors could use them more than us. So please, yep. if you have, if you have it, just please give it to the people who need it most. Because yep. if we're really going to beat this thing quicker than later, the doctors are really all the help we get. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, it's funny. You know, you kind of, you kind of helped us move on to a, another thing that we wanted to talk about, another topic uh, that we had on our list, and that was talking about you know athletes being able to entertain us. And I and I've seen plenty of different ways. Uh, you know, athletes, especially with exercise, like you mentioned, you know, it's, you know, exercise is such an important thing in our society nowadays. Everybody wants to find ways to be as healthy as possible. And it's great that, you know, players of different sports and teams of different sports are finding ways to, you know, give us, you know, some sort of opportunity to stay in shape. As we know, obviously, you know, gyms and places like that are, are closed as well for the time being. So that's, Obviously, an unfortunate thing. Some of the ones that uh, I've really, you know, struck me that I, I've really found interesting is um, the Vegas Golden Knights of the National Hockey League actually have this thing called a VGK like exercise challenge every day. I've seen this. It's tremendous. It's great. It's great. I, I think that they're the most active when it comes to like the exercise thing. I, I think it's great that they have like somebody new doing it every single day. Or basically, I mean, they do it like a challenge, basically, and I think it's great because then you know it gives fans an opportunity to stay in shape, feel like they're a part of the team because they're kind of showing you different things that some of the players do, and I, I think that's great. And especially for a team like Vegas, who is still fairly you know new into the NHL, trying to find different ways to gain new fans and and gain you know more um, more notoriety, so to speak, uh, more more exposure, which I think is great, and obviously. Right. For a lot of those people, you could see in a place like Vegas where the weather has been relatively well. Uh, I do have a friend that lives out there in the Vegas area, and he says the weather has been very good uh, the past couple of weeks. So that's good for them. It gives these people an opportunity to stay in shape. I've been watching a lot of professional soccer clubs around Europe in particular that have used Zoom to you know, have workouts where – all these different players are on Zoom together and they're doing the same workouts, watching each other, kind of sticking to some sort of a routine, which I think is tremendous because it keeps these people in shape. They still have a portion of the season that they have to try to finish and hopefully they can. I do know that the Premier League in, in England has basically said the deadline to finish the season would be you know, late July, early August. And if we can't even get to that point that they're, they most likely will cancel the rest of the season. Now, hopefully we don't get to that point, but we got some time before we really have to start thinking about that. Uh, and, and one here, Jimmy, that I don't know if you saw, but I saw and I thought it was great. Joey Gallo of the Texas Rangers, baseball player, he decided to go above and beyond what anyone else I've seen do, especially in major baseball, and that is build a freaking batting cage in his in, in his living room of his apartment. And I watched him do this, and he was just hitting – Ball after ball off the tee, and I'm sure his neighbors, whether they're above him, below him, next to him, I'm sure that's all they heard for several hours throughout the day, just him hitting the ball and everything. And that's great for him because it gives him a chance to continue to stay in some sort of you know routine and stay in shape and be ready for you know when the season, major league baseball season, really gets underway. So those were a couple of uh, different examples of athletes keeping us entertained and also, you know, staying in shape. And I, and I think that's wonderful. 
And you also mentioned about the, the you know, athletes, you know, doing a lot of donations. I've seen guys like Drew Brees give out a, a huge amount of money and it's great. Uh, you know, you and I on the bottom line podcast talked about the unfortunate situation that was with, uh, the the New Jersey Devils and Philadelphia 76ers ownership, you know, trying to take back money from workers. But thankfully, you know, cooler heads prevailed and they decided not to do that, which was good. Um, but a lot of other people are doing donations. Um, you know, James Dolan, the owner of the Knicks and the Rangers, kind of surprised me with his donation. And then the unfortunate news that he also has COVID-19. So we wish him, you know, all the best in his recovery. But he has done a lot. In, in donating and helping out the people that work for him. So that's really good. And, uh, you know, it's great to see that we're all just, we're all part of the same team. We're in a war. And I don't like to use that expression, uh, that you know, that much. But we, re- we really are in a war with this coronavirus, trying to find day in and day out a new way to, you know, kill off this virus so that we can all get back to some form of a, of a normal life. So, so that's really good. And, uh, yeah, you know what, Jimmy, it, it's just... You know, I hope that we continue to do more and, uh, you know, we keep getting, you know, closer and closer to, you know, finding a cure for this disease. Well, first things first, I did see the Joey Gallo thing and I, I, I was worried that he was going to break one of his windows if he, God forbid, hit it in the wrong direction. Right. That was <laughs> thing scared me. <laughs> That's no, did you see, like, he had like a million windows where he's trying to, that's why I, I got nervous. I was like, oh my God, please do not break a window when Gavin hit somebody's car. Right. But I digress. So that's the first thing. Second thing, you mentioned you mentioned James Dolan and the surprising news that he actually donated money. I actually, I kind of find it surprising, but at the same time, I don't. I understand that he's a billionaire. He has obviously a lot of money that he obviously want to keep for himself. I am a bit surprised because, Neil, we talked about it a million times on the Bottom Line podcast. What do, what do owners care more about than anything in the, else in the world? That would happen to be money. Money, so, money, money, money. <laughs> money. Exactly. exactly. So, That's what they care that, about. That, that does kind of surprise me, but it kind of doesn't at the same time because deep down, I do know, I don't know him personally, but I do know that deep down inside, he does have a heart, and he knows yeah. that there are people who need life-saving equipment. So he decided to donate a portion of his money to help those in need. I really appreciate you also mentioned that he has, unfortunately, COVID-19. And we do wish him a speedy recovery. He's in his early 60s, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But the one, here, here's the thing that really bugged me about this whole thing. And I, I'm, I don't mean to go into a, I don't want to say rants, but a little bit of a well, like a fresh, like hey, you're, you're more than you're, you're more than welcome to do it. We appreciate I mean, good content I, on this podcast, Jimmy. I, I mean, it's your podcast, not mine. So, but, anyway, but you can go on as long as you want. But, but no, I mean, the, the thing that bothered me when that news came out was I saw. Obviously, there were some Dick fans who were like, "Oh my gosh, I, I wish him nothing but the best." Some were being, some were being actually sensitive, but the to say the least, fans, the amount of fans that I saw that were just being so completely insensitive. I, I was looking on Twitter, I saw comments like, "Oh well, Nick fans were longing to hear this news." I'm like, "Have you lost your mind, people?" Yeah. Look, look I get it. He's not a good owner. We all know this. 
We know the jokes about sell the team. Can we throw that all away right now and understand that this man has the coronavirus and is currently in isolation for at least two weeks? Can we understand that? Can we just understand that this affects this affects more people his age and up than any of us our age? Yeah. So can we just drop the jokes, drop the insensitivity, and just be remorseful of this man for once? Yeah, no. That's what really bothered me. Yeah, I agree with you. It, it didn't surprise me that there were a lot of Knicks fans and probably a lot of just regular basketball fans that that went out and decided to, you know, say stuff like, "Oh, he deserves it." You know, good for you know, good for him. Like all these different things, and and I knew that that was going to come because I know that there are a lot of people out there that were just not going to hold back, even in a you know very unfortunate and and, and really horrific situation that we're in with this right. whole pandemic and. I don't care who it is. I I would feel sad even if our you know Donald Trump got got COVID nineteen, and we actually thought it looked like for a, a couple days, a, like a week and change ago, that he might have it, but thankfully he doesn't, and and that's important. But you know, it, it's it's stuff like that where you just have to put aside your differences, put aside your you know feelings, you know, on on sports and things like that, and just accept. That we are in a difficult spot. There's no need for that right now, and we need to move forward as a as a whole society and be able to, you know, kill off this disease. And then we can talk about those things again. Right now, it's not a good time to be talking about that stuff. Uh, you and I have a, a close friend uh, that we've actually had on your podcast, uh, who's a big Knicks fan. And, uh, you know, good for him. He actually was one of the people that was saying, you know, oh, I wish James Dolan, you know, good health. I'm really, you know, happy that he has done what he has done to, you know, with donations and things like that. So, uh, you know, it's great. And, uh, you know, it's we're, we're hoping that things will get better with him and with everyone else uh, moving forward. So we have about, you know, five and a half minutes or so left here of uh, this this podcast episode. And the last thing we wanted to talk about today is our all-time favorite athlete. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is not easy. Let me just tell you that right now. Jimmy and I did a did a podcast episode last week on, on the bottom line where we were talking about our top five greatest teams of all time in sports. And, and let me tell you, that was tough. This might have been tougher considering that you had to find one person. And, you know, just to uh, change things up a little bit, Jimmy, I'm going to have you go first, and you tell me, you know, kind of kind of short and sweet, but you can give us a little bit of detail as to who you think is your all-time favorite athlete. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> you really put me for a loop here, boy. All right. Um, <laughs> no, uh, oh, no, seriously, I, I can come up with a top five all-time favorite athletes if I really could. But if I had to pick one right now, I know I might sound a little bit biased here, but I gotta go with Derek Jeter because mm. he is—he is, he is a leader. He played the game the right way. He—he—he—he he, he, he personified what class is. Most athletes lack class. Derek Jeter never ever lacked class. I have looked up to this man since I first watched the Yankees back in the 90s, and I always I always thought to myself, you know something? I want to be like that man because he, he knows all the he knows and says all the right things. He never gave the media any 
trouble. And that is something I've always admired about Derek Jeter. So he is my all-time favorite athlete as of right now. I think that is an excellent choice there, Jimmy. You know, he's obviously, you know, the captain of the Yankees, you know, Mr. November, you know, everything. He he wanted to be a Yankee. He got drafted by the Yankees, won a handful of rings. Obviously, first ballot Hall of Famer. It's unfortunate that he was unanimous, but that's that's a story for another day, as we talked about a couple yeah. months ago. But, you know, that's a great choice. And for me, uh, for those of you that don't know, um, I think out of all the sports, probably hockey is my number one. It is my my true passion. I do color commentate games with Jimmy Finizzi when we do the, the Whalers, and we're looking forward to uh, another really good season in a couple months when we get back underway with that. But for me, my all-time favorite athlete, without a doubt, is Martin Berdur, the Hall of Fame goaltender from the New Jersey Devils, without a doubt, the greatest goaltender to ever play the position, much, in my opinion, a lot better than Patrick Waugh. He broke all of his records, basically. The only one that yeah. Waugh still has over Marty is probably Stanley Cups, and, and that's because yeah. of 2001, which us Devils fans don't like to go, get into very much. But Martin Berdur, <laughs> most wins of any player, nobody's going to touch that, not even close. I think most saves as well. He has so many records that I could go into that are just insane. He has a statue in front of Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey. Um, but without a doubt, he's the reason I fell in love with the Devils. I fell in love with hockey and why I chose to be a goaltender when I was a young kid, you know, playing, you know, a little bit and also playing in high school a little bit as well. You know, and, and he's definitely my all-time favorite athlete, always has been and always will be unless something crazy happens in the next 30, 40 years, which I doubt. And, you know, it's it's great to have him back in the Devils organization. And uh, hopefully with uh, the nucleus of players that the Devils have, things will start to get more on the up and up as we move forward. But with that being said, that is going to wrap it up for this edition of the bottom line, uh, not the bottom line, that's hysterical, the Mofobo Network podcast, everybody. Uh, again, as always, thank you so very much for tuning in. Jimmy, it was a pleasure to have you on, my friend. I'm looking forward to uh, being on your show probably later on this week, and uh, we hope to hear from you soon. Well, I'll forgive you for saying bottom line. <laughs> since, you're, since you're so used to being on mine all the time as my co-host, I'll forgive you. But no, in all seriousness, dude, I cannot thank you enough for having me on. Absolute blast. And hopefully we can do it all again on this podcast real soon, but yeah, stay tuned. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter at bottom line WMCX. Stay tuned for some announcements on some episodes coming up this week. But Neil, again, thank you so much. You take care of yourself and stay safe. Tell your family my regards, and I'm looking forward to doing it all again real soon, my man. Thank you so much. Of course, and same to you. And so again, if you want to follow me on Twitter, make sure you follow me at the NVP Show T H E N V P S H O W. Follow me on Instagram at NVPQB11. I will get the social media channels underway in the near future. Also, make sure to like and subscribe to the Mofobo Network YouTube channel. It's the same name, same thing. You know, posting videos every week. But before I let you go, everybody, I just want to say, as always, no matter what's going on in the world, no matter you know what we're dealing with, always remember to kick some Mofobo. For Jimmy Finizzi, I'm Neil Villapiano. Thank you all very much, and we will see you soon.